Welcome to the engineer-ish, or as we like to say, engineer minus the ish. The engineer-ish? Are we taking the ish out? Or are we putting the ish in? Ha ha, I'm definitely putting it in. <laughs> All right, the most unique math problem we've been puzzled by, solved and definitely revisited throughout our journey as engineers. I'm Tori. And it's your boy, Drew. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the engineer-ish. Uh, minus the ish. Are we taking the ish out or are we putting the ish in? I'm gonna take it out. I'm putting it in. Uh, no. The engineer-ish, now in session. Drew, we're here for- Tori, Tori. Back, back, back again, baby, check, baby, check, baby, let's begin. <laughs> man, I'm excited to be back, man. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. We do a little Mason Bethel too. Welcome back. Well, that's not it. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome, welcome back. back. There you go. Stop. There she goes. There she so, goes. So what you been up to? How you, how you been doing, sir? I have been doing great, man. Life has, life has treated me well over the, over the break. Um, definitely. You know, had some time to reflect, had some time to refocus, had some time to, you know, plan um, not only for the upcoming season, but but for the future as well. Um, so I'm in, I'm excited, man. You know, life is I, I for some reason, I don't know why, like and, and maybe it's because, you know, they, they he just dropped the album recently or whatever. But I feel like I just been quoting Drake. You know what I'm saying? What a time to be alive. You know what I'm saying? I just feel oh, like yeah, I've been to say that a lot lately. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that Drake album's pretty solid. I thought you were going to mention Currency because I noticed he just. You know, you know, that's my boy. You know, Currency is still dropping hits at the hits. You know what I mean? He got he got stuff coming out as well. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm already there. I'm already there. What, what about you, though? What's, what's been going on? Um, I've been getting things done. I've uh -huh. been, um, I've been, I've been inspired to read a book. What? What you got? What you, what you got cooking? You cracking the pages over there, girl? No other than our own Drew has recommended a book for me called Crucial Conversations, which yes. we'll be talking about a little bit more throughout the episode. Cause that, that book is going to be something that we're going to, um, we're going to feature throughout throughout our um, our episodes. Very yeah. important. Yeah, I gotta I gotta give a plug for the crucial conversations book. Um, but, and this is for anybody and everybody. Like everybody has crucial conversations. Um, when you think about a crucial conversation, it's really just the conversation that you're having where there's high stakes and high emotion. Right? Whatever that could be, anything. It could be work. It could be a friend. It could be a, a partner. You know what I mean? Like any anything where it's high stakes and high emotion. Um, where the conversation really matters. Uh, it has some excellent tools on not only how to how to manage yourself, um, but also how to show up to be prepared for whatever somebody else is going to say as well. So fantastic, fantastic book. <laughs> and I feel like Drew recommended it to me because I was getting his his opinion on a crucial a crucial conversation that I was supposed to have. And I feel like he he recommended it right on time. So, I mean, I'm hey. excited to see my growth as I continue to delve through the book. So I love it. I love it, man. Growth. That's why we here. You know what I mean? That's why we here with you. Exactly. 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 So as our listeners, we hope that you guys haven't forgotten about us and that you remembered October 3rd was the day that we're, we're we back. back. We're back and we're we here. We back. Coming right at y'all. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I want to do, so obviously when we do our recaps, typically it's a recap about our previous episode, but we're going to, we're not going to do that. We're going to do a recap of what we've been doing and what we plan to bring in this new season of the engineer ish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. So, I'm looking forward to it. I know we got some, we got some plans. We got some things going on. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely, definitely um, ex- excited about it. Would you like, would you like me to take the, the first stab at, at uh, sharing some of the stuff that we have coming I'm up? A, would you like it, to do the I'm honors? I'm going to torch over to you. I'm going to go ahead. Okay, and- I'm going to grab the torch then. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to grab the torch and run. And <laughs> Just run, don't burn yourself. But run burned. with it. All right. You know, um, no, we, I, we're definitely excited about the, the upcoming season. Um, you know, when we, when we took some time over the break, one of the things that we wanted to do um, was really, uh, take a time out to really give some intention and give some focus to, you know, what we're really trying to bring um, to you all, to the audience, right? Um, we, we're, we come with the, with the intent always to, to bring value, um, to share not only our thoughts, um, our mistakes, but also to, to share with you the experiences of others, right? With the, whole, the whole kind of premise behind this podcast was to, to help share, you know, not only our journeys, but the journeys of others so that as you're going through your journey, hopefully some of the information and experience that we can share helps you to make better decisions for for your own life as you head wherever it is that you would like to head on your road to success. Right. right? So um, we, we definitely took some took some time to do that. We're going to be breaking down um, some of the other engineering and tech disciplines, right? Like, you know, what what, is, what does it mean to to be an engineer? Um, what what are some of the misconceptions of engineers, right? Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of things kind of surrounding, um, you know, what engineers do and and what what their life looks like, what a day in the life of an engineer may look like, um, depending on what your discipline is. Uh, but that yeah. that extends so far. Uh, that we wanna we wanna give some focus to it. We wanna kind of share more of others' experiences so that you can have a better idea if this is you know the type of job that you're looking for or the type of company that you're looking at. Um, you can have some better expectations of of what you may see once you step into that kind of role. Um, right. And just adding to that, so not only like stepping into that type of role, like let's just say you're interested in being an electrical engineer mm-hmm. so as an electrical engineer a great choice <laughs> yeah, you're a little biased <laughs> but i say industrial engineering will be a little better but anyway uh, <laughs> so say you're stepping into electrical engineering role and we may really break down the industrial engineering role so one thing about engineering is you you have the opportunity to work with cross-functional teams so it's yeah. it is it's really helpful to be well-versed and understand what these other roles do. Because if you don't, when you have those crucial conversations, it may make it difficult to really, you know, be able to like have a educated conversation with a person if you don't really understand what they do. Because if you have those misconceptions, it could make it a little difficult, but absolutely, it's going to help in in that manner as well. Um, Because I know even Drew and I, there's, robotics engineers i mean we we could have a thought about what they do but you know even us we don't know what every engineering discipline does or what expectations are so we'll be we'll be uh breaking down some of that and we'll be learning as well so we're looking forward to that yes yes we what, what tell them tell them some i know we got some more some more stuff we got uh we got some 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 secret some secret tidbits that we're going to be dropping here and there not only here on the episodes 
but also on some of our online social media communication. What what's, what we got coming on that front? Yeah, so a part of what we're going what's going to be important to us is, you know, keying you guys into jobs and opportunities and not mm-hmm. not are we we're not going to be like a like your LinkedIn or your Indeed where we're just like saying like hey the, all these companies are hiring but there's going to be like a there's going to be a specific reason behind why we drop these specific uh positions and roles or, or companies it may mm-hmm. be you mm-hmm. know something that really stood out to us and maybe a ceo that we knew or there's going to be a reason so we're always going to let you know why it is that um the specific uh job or opportunity was the pick of the week for us um so yeah, that's going to be important um, just in, you know, pr- a project that we're working on uh, with recruitment sites. So that that all falls in line with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bringing, bringing as much value to you, um, to you all the listeners as we can. We realize, you know, some of you are in college and, and still working, you know, working through your past. There are some of you are, are near graduation. Some of you have graduated, you're in your career. Some of you love it. Some of you hate it. You know what I mean? If you could really be anywhere um, within the process, some of you, you know, may be doing entrepreneurship and, and working on your own things, whether it's um, in the engineering or in the tech space, um, or, or maybe it's not, you know, maybe you're just an entrepreneur um, that's not in either of those spaces, but you realize some of the value in, in problem solving um, that you have to go through as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, which to me, I think kind of uh, parallels to engineering in a lot of ways um, in general. Um, so, so we want to be bringing, bringing you all some of that information um, that we've come across um, and that others within our network have come across uh, to try to add, add more value to you all as we move throughout uh, this second season. And I would like to say just a little to add a little bit here and like we want to make it we want to make this a podcast where it's not just for engineers because there's people like we we talk about the idea of like crucial conversations working on cross-functional teams, a lot of people work with engineers. So mm-hmm. we've had people on our podcast that are not necessarily engineers, but they'll tell yeah. you like, we work with a lot of engineers. So again, right. being able to have like educated conversations with groups of people, whether it's, you know, by major or whether it's even by like different culture or race, like you have to have some type of education and knowing what it is that they do to be able to have those conversations. So this is not a podcast just for our engineers. Like a lot of other people will be able to get value as well as, um, you know, the engineers and tech uh, folk as well. Absolutely. Come one, come all. We are here for you. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish they saw your face. <laughs> <laughs> we might have some video clips. We might have some video clips dropping here and there. You know, they, y'all might. Y'all might see it, you know, some somewhere, maybe, you know, or maybe we'll oh, show up at your school, be, you know what I mean? Plug I us in. Like, I feel like I, I'm, I might just make sure that that video clip is is in there just because of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want to you wanna talk a little bit about a tough conversation since you're the, you're the one that recommended the book? Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is definitely going to be a, a, a highlight area that, that we're going to be going to be focusing on um, just because, you know, especially, and this is, it's, it's such a important thing, no matter where you are, whether, whether you're in school, whether you're in your career, whether you're a stay at home, you know, mom or dad, like whatever, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You're, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really matter who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have tough conversations and 
Um, the value of communication to me is extremely important in any sort of relationship, business, you know, personal, whatever it, whatever that may be. Um, and the more that you can improve your skills on not only how to communicate your feelings and thoughts and opinions, um, but also in, improve your ability to understand what others are trying to share with you as well, the more value that it just brings to that conversation in and of itself, right? Um, so we're going to be we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be going through some of the some of the skills and such um, that that we've learned and, and that we've kind of come across um, that helped us to progress some of those hard conversations. And what you know, what are some of those hard conversations? A lot of times it's sometimes you think about, do I even really want to ask this question because of the conversation that that could come you know, ha- after asking that kind of question? Right. Um, and we want we want you to be prepared um, for it and, and also feel confident in, in your response in those kinds of kinds of situations. Yep. Help you reduce some anxiety because with tough conversations because comes anxiety. So, yeah, yeah, for you know, sure. We're all trying to get better in, in that area. I think everybody has room to improve for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm certainly not speaking from a from an expert standpoint. Uh, I'm, I'm a speak, speaking from a, a person that is in the field, still actively working to improve my own. So, yes, I agree 100 <laughs> percent. And then um, another another piece of the pie is our guests. So, you yeah, remember, we had like some really awesome guests uh, last season and we're yep. really looking forward to the guests uh, this season. Uh, we'll ha- we'll be having a recurring guest, which he'll actually be our first guest of the season that we're looking forward to introducing you guys to. Yeah, yeah, y'all gonna like him. I'm telling you, y'all gonna like this guy. Y'all gonna like this guy. He's a, he's a good he's a good guy for for yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like any anybody that we like, I feel like you guys are like. It's like yeah, you know, it's all you know vibes, vibes and energy. You know what I mean? Vibes and energy. When you feel it, when you feel that connection, you know what I mean. Sometimes you gotta you gotta follow it. You know. Exactly. You got to follow those vibes, those connections. And um, we will be, so if you guys remembered, I believe we spoke about like a magazine feature that we had uh, with the re-engineer magazine. Yeah. Shout out, shout out. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to the CEO Shadrach. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing guy. Um, and we look forward to having him on the epi- on the, one of the episodes too, just to introduce him, but we're going to be dropping our link to our magazine, just in case you guys missed it on the socials, check out this magazine. It's a great, it's probably, I've never seen anything like it. It's an yeah. innovative uh, yeah. magazine, all <clears throat> kinds of good um, information in it. And it's a digital magazine. Yeah. I, I, I like part of what I like about this magazine. And I think if, if, you know, especially if you're, you're, you are in a space where you want to either learn more, you want to share more, it's a great, great platform for that, that type of thing. Um, one of the things that, that Shadrach talks about um, in, in his, uh, his magazine and part of his, his purpose in creating it is, is helping to bridge that gap between new engineers and old engineers. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Maybe old is not the right word. It, let's <laughs> season, like seasoned engineers. Let's say that. I think that sounds, that sounds better. Um, but helping to, to bridge that gap. You know, obviously, there's people that are transitioning into, that, into the industry and others that are transitioning out, transitioning out of the industry. And how can we utilize some of that experience that's leaving the industry and, and give it back to some people that are coming into the industry to give them a leg up so that they can go further and, and move beyond, you know, where, where we've been able to go or where others have been able to go so far. Um, so it's a, a great check it out. Google it. 
look it up on LinkedIn, you know, call a friend to call a friend, send up a, a smoke signal, all of that, man. Re-engineer. So it is a great, it is a great resource. Um, and we thank Shadrach for all the work that he has put in um, to, to bring that together and share it with all of us. Most definitely. That 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 magazine is is about to blow up. So it's it's been doing a lot of it's about uh, to blow up. <laughs> it's been doing a lot of numbers. Uh, already, but I mean that's going. That's just a great piece of work, and Numbers. we're Shout excited. <laughs> we're excited uh, to just be a part of it. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Lastly, lastly, we got some merch. Some merch is going to be, you know, keep your eyes out. Dropping the merch. Uh, that's going. That's going to be around or whatever. So uh, we'll we'll talk more about that kind of when we get closer to it. But but keep your eyes open for that because uh, we're going we're going to get you fly. I mean, we're going to get you a little fly too. Yeah, and you might just—you're probably gonna see us. I'm—I guess I—I I don't want to let the cat out of the bag fully, but you—you're gonna see. Let the cat out the bag, right? <laughs> the engineerish host sporting <laughs> the merch uh, on their first recorded episode that they dropped. Speaking of yeah, that, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll jump into our topic time. Let's Season jump on in there with two feet. Time. So are we talk, what are we talking about? What are we talking about today? <laughs> I miss I, you know, I really miss you asking me that. What are we talking about today? So what we what we're gonna be talking about today is misconceptions about engineers. Oh, mm-hmm. how there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. You know how they, they always break down the assume word, you know what I'm saying? When you assume, make an ass out of you and oh ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. don't hurt nobody, don't hurt nobody's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Seem like you just got triggered. Were you thinking? <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've done my fair share of assuming and it's gotten me into my fair share of trouble. So, you know, I, I try not to, I try not to assume. I try, I, I've, so I, you know, I like to read. I'll put this, I learned this from a book that I read one time is that you should approach every situation like a tailor, right? And what it was, what it okay. mean, what it meant was every time you go to a tailor, they always remeasure you. They never be like, well, you this last time. So, you know, we're going to just roll with that. Every time they remeasure you. So I try to approach every situation in the same sort of way as if I don't know whatever tendencies or things that may have happened before. I want to look at every situation with new and fresh eyes and try to understand what it is today, because it may not be necessarily what it was yesterday. So I'm trying to I'm working on my I'm working on myself. You know, I'm working on myself. Self-improvement. I'm glad that you're working on yourself. But that's that seems very difficult to do. But I mean, it's a oh, it's a challenge. Absolutely, gotta, absolutely. It's definitely got to be a challenge. But yeah, maybe I'll try that too. Who knows, man? Misconceptions, misconceptions. Didn't Trey Songz do an album about misconceptions? I don't know. Did I could have made that up. <laughs> hey, he made a lot of good albums, but I kind of don't remember misconceptions. <laughs> but um, okay, so let's get. Let's jump on in there. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and say one of the um, first misconceptions that come to mind to me Yeah. for me. So a lot of people believe that engineers are people that build things that uh-huh. literally uh-huh. take their hands and they're physically putting stuff together, whether that's that car at Honda, yeah. Honda plant or whatever the case may be. People just really think engineers build things. This is true. This is this is very true. This is true. It's, it's honestly, I'm, I'm gonna give you an honest moment, right? We like to we like to be honest here at the engineer ish. Definitely. Um, for a long time, I thought the engineers built things. Like I'm not gonna lie. Uh, part of <laughs> part of what I liked um, or what I was looking forward to coming out of college um, was being very hands on in my career. Completely, com- completely honest with you. Like I, I loved 
I loved like taking apart and putting together computers or whatever. Like I talked about it, you know, a little bit last season. I used to, especially as a kid, I used to take things apart all the time. I didn't always put them back together, but I really enjoyed <laughs> taking them apart, you know, uh, you know, when I was younger. Um, so a part of me, like, and what I, this, the conception that I had about engineering was in a very similar sense that I was going to be, you know, hands-on and doing a lot of that kind of work um, in, in my career. Uh, but once uh, graduating, I found out that that wasn't necessarily the, the case. There are job opportunities um, where you can be hands-on. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of times um, those are uh, those are more like two year associate degree positions um, that actually do the hands on building part. Mm-hmm. And the engineers like are position. are more so on the on the design aspect, kind of setting up how that works, get how that work gets done versus them actually being the ones that uh, that are doing it. And I, I, that was something that was new to me that I didn't necessarily know. Um, beforehand. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for all those people who think that we can build everything and if you have some type of instructions for a, what is something that's built? Tell me a kid toy that is, is maybe difficult to put together. Can I'm not even going to say, <laughs> I'm not even going to say a kid toy. If you've Play ever her. bought anything from Ikea, if you've ever bought anything <laughs> from Ikea, don't this call your engineer friend. My, this <laughs> chair is from Ikea that I'm sitting in actually. Yeah. Did you put it together? Was that you? Is that your handiwork? I think I did, but I believe I struggled. I'm definitely not. I'm not mechanically savvy. I wish <laughs> I was. I don't like reading directions. So yeah, I, and I honestly, I think that's a trait of engineers that we don't like reading reading instructions. Like, I, like reading instructions is the last thing when I can't figure out anything else. I'm like, you know what? Where did I put those instructions? I know I, I know they were in the box somewhere. I know. <laughs> Exactly. That's the last thing. That's the last thing that jump, I go to. I'm not jump right in. Like we yeah. jump, we may like glance at it real quick and just throw it to the side and just start like jump right in. Like <laughs> this is I find this, I find this very funny that we're talking about the the, the misconception of en- engineers that we build things, but yet we assume <laughs> we we assume ourselves that when we when we're trying to build something that we're going to know how to build how it. To build it without we, I'm not gonna say it's because we're engineers, but you know, yeah, I think that's probably a part, a part of it. I think it's probably a part of it. Definitely. I think so too. So <laughs> myth busters. We just busted our own myth today on the engineers. <laughs> so engineers are not for, for the most part, they're not builders. They build, you will, you may see them um, facilitating the build of prototypes, like yeah. for any type of testing. But definitely, that is a that is a bit a big misconception. Um, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I got a, I got another one, um, another and this one. is Tell I me. think this is one of my one of my favorite. Um, anytime you know somebody somebody conversation comes up, you know you know what do you do? Oh, you know or, or you know what do you do for work? Whatever, blah blah blah. Whatever the question it may be, uh, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a I'm an engineer, and the response so often is, oh, oh, really? Oh, so you work in IT? <laughs> yes. Uh, um, I mean, kinda. Uh, it, there's a there is a technology portion associated with it, but um, there's definitely a differentiation between engineering and, and IT. And that's I know a lot of people in the IT world um, that have skills far beyond anything that I do um, in, in yeah, engineering. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a discipline um, of its own. Uh, but so often they are kind of all lumped lumped together um as as one role uh and i think that they're they're very very different i I would imagine that it people probably don't enjoy the same 
the same kind of assumptions uh, either. So, you know, uh, you know, that's, that's, a, that's always been kind of a, an interesting, interesting one for me. Oh, oh, you, so you work in IT. Yeah. IT or anything like they would think that your position has to do with like a sunny Valley, like you're working uh, with mm-hmm. Google or Facebook, like any yeah. coding. It's like, it's that type of thing. Yeah. It? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, and then the last, I think the last part of that is let me, you know, I've been having this problem with my computer. Let me, uh, let me show you real, real. Do you, do you have a minute? Let me, no, no, we don't, we don't have a minute. <laughs> look at your computer about whatever you're doing wrong. You know, get off the internet looking at all that mess. That's what it is. You got on the internet. Hey, have you, you also you. noticed too, like in the offices, if there's a problem with a printer, like they'll accident, like one of the engineers, like, Hey, like, They'll ask the engineers for printer help. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I have no idea how to fix this. Yeah. Printer. Call the service <laughs> desk, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that printer. Like it's probably a paper jam or something. I don't know. <laughs> Misconceptions. Misconceptions. Okay. So, so I got another one. So Hit one me. that comes to mind for me uh-huh. is that engineers lo- lack soft skills. So mm. a lot of times now I, I, w- I wouldn't say that <laughs> this is not the case sometimes because <laughs> okay okay clarify clarify but the misconception is that like all like most engineers lack soft skills and they're very serious yep yeah there's some people that are serious that aren't engineers that lack soft skills but it's not just engineers so don't don't put that on all of us yeah i i i agree wholeheartedly that it's not it's not an engineering thing I think people in general lack soft skills. Like, exactly. and it, I don't, I, honestly, I think this is such a, such an interesting thing because no school curriculum really teaches soft skills, right? Like it's not even as, as, as important as it is to your success, to, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do in any position across any career. Um, there's no, there's no real emphasis on learning and improving your soft skills. Like, while you're in school you know, and yeah. I find that to be kind of odd like you preparing me to to go out in the world and work at this company right but you're not going to teach me how to work with other people like and how to share my ideas and how to be respectful of other people's ideas like they do feel, they throw you in groups in college but like you don't they don't really give you no no guidance oh, or yeah. you know what I mean? like they don't they don't really teach you any skills on how to facilitate that group to to work well together it's like oh well you guys can do this uh Hope it goes well, figure it out. (laughs) And usually what happens? Like, I feel like they put you in a sink or swim position with a group of teammates, but it's never like, you don't really like, you know, the forming, norming, performing, obviously had an episode about that. But as you enter your groups, it's not like, Hey, the, this is the first step. This is what you can do to be successful here. Yeah. Next step. Yeah. They don't do that. Hopefully they're getting better with that. I don't know. That's why we plug in crucial conversations because the building of those soft skills, like, man, I, I could talk about this forever. Like it's, it, it will take you so far. Like, don't even worry about the technical skills as much. Like your soft skills will, will definitely be a value add forever in every, in everything that you do from that point on. Like, so. man, can we get the author on here? I mean, it's, just a, it's a group of them. It's like a group of researchers that, that, that I'm gonna hit them up. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure, least, I'm, I'm sure I, we could at least get one person. Like let's they do, do it. They let's do, do a it. lot of stuff with different companies from what I remember reading. So I'll, that would be, I'm awesome. with it. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm down. You already know I'm down. I'm ready. for. I it. know you are. That would be okay. So 
what is it? Did I okay? I got I got one. I got another one. I got another one. Can we say grind my gears? This one grinds my gears. Yep, you can say that. <laughs> um, a lot of times, a lot of times we uh, you know, especially when we're we're going through that phase where we have to redo our resume, um, or we're we're working to uh, you know, we're looking for a new position. Uh-huh. Um, and we're talking about, you know, our, our previous positions and our, and our job duties and, and things like that. Um, sometimes I see a lot of people that, that like to add engineer to things that um, <laughs> aren't really engineering roles. They're not really under the engineering discipline, but yet they've assigned it as an, as an and even job offerings, <laughs> even, even job offerings. And it's like, not a, that's not an engineering role. What are you? Uh, what are you saying? Uh, that's you know. Uh, I, I find that I find that to to it. I find it to grind, grind my gears. gears just a little bit. I think so. It, it does. It does grind my gears just just a little bit. You know. So I think. Uh, what's it's, an example of one of those? Like what's an example right, of one is, of those engineer endings? This is and this is for whatever reason I feel like this is the one that I see the most often, right? And it's and this is for job offerings, right? And I don't, you know, if this is this is no no this, you know, don't please don't take this the, the wrong way. But I feel like I see sanitation engineer a lot. I feel like I see this a lot, and I don't really understand why they keep attaching engineer to sanitation. sanitation. And now you know that's, that's an important job, and I appreciate the people that that do that job. And I just don't know that they should be called, you know, engineer. There may be something about it that that is problem solving. I could I could agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like there may be something about it, but I just I just don't know that it should be phrased in in that way. It's just just my opinion. You know what I mean? If you're a sanitation engineer and you disagree, please hit me up, man. Let me know. Break it down for me why that's what you believe and and that's why that's how you want to be addressed. Could you tell me? I'll, I'll address you as so. But I'm just saying, as my personal opinion, I don't really know that you should be called an engineer. That's, yeah, because it's it's just the same as like imagine for instead of sanitation engineers, like sanitation doctor. Like I mean, it's like mm-hmm. why? Like what is the sanitation doctor? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> sanitation doctor. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, you know, I don't know, man. You know, that's just that's just me. You know, that's that's just me. And then I and then I'd also say is. Um, like audio engineers, that's mm-hmm. not, that's not a form of like engineering. Like I could, yeah. I understand that there's a lot of, um, there's, there's math that goes into those type of things, like sure, you know, sure, making sure. sure that tracks lay out the right way. I mean, just from, just from mixing a podcast, I mean, there is a level of problem solving and a lot of thought that goes into it. So definitely not knocking any of that. But again, people that don't know much about like engineering, they may, they may like think like, oh, well, audio engineer, like, you know, that's a form of like an engineering discipline. That's not, yeah. so those are things that yeah. unless you, if you don't know, so like, you know how they say, if you know, you know, some people, if you know, you know, hey. and if you don't know, man, you know, I can't really tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the last, well, one of the ones that come to mind for me, um, Cause I think we hit on a lot of uh, good misconceptions and yeah, yeah. You guys definitely hit us up. If you can think of any misconceptions that have like somebody actually said to you, cause a lot of these can be things that someone actually said to you. It could be a family member, just someone that just doesn't know. Let us know. <laughs> I like my favorite misconceptions is the one that make you say what? Like they make you frown your face a little bit. Yeah, like, like, you completely weren't expecting that. What? Yeah, you, you, you got the eyebrows raised. Like what? Uh, 
no, 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 that's not it at all. Like, so one of the biggest misconceptions, I'm gonna say this is the biggest one. Put it out there, put it out there, put a stamp on it. That engineers are boring and they don't have fun. That's just a bold faced lie. Cause Drew is like the life of the party. Like if you, if you guys ever have the opportunity to hang out with Drew, <laughs> come hang guys, come hang. Let's do it. <laughs> he's far from boring. Like, I mean, am I boring Drew? I may be not in the least bit. And I'm not, I'm not going to say this just to say this. Cause we're on a, on a podcast together. <laughs> um, no, Tori is a lot of fun. I like, and, and not even, you know, even outside of us, like, yeah, I think, you know, people in general um, and they're not I mean, some engineers don't they they ha- everybody has their own interests. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and some engineers are, you know, very like like to be very reserved and, and you know, aren't really social and things like that. But there yeah. also are other engineers that are, are very much, you know, social like and, and enjoy being in those types of environments and like engaging with people. Um, I, even for a long time, like I would associate those, those same types of things, even though I'm not, I'm not an introvert or I'm, I don't really shy away from crowds and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I still would associate those types of things with engineers, like as a, as a general statement, um, for, for a while until I really started to get to know more engineers. And, and I realized that, oh, not, no, not really. It's just one of those things that kind of like people say, and I, and, and I, honestly, I think that even even as some people become engineers, they tend to lean that way sometimes because that's what they've heard. They're like, that's kind of almost the expectation in a certain sense right, um, yeah. of how engineers act. I'm doing air quotes right now. You can't see it, but I'm <laughs> doing them. Um, and, and so I think sometimes that even influences the way that people tend to act, you know, when they when they move in that kind of direction. They're like, oh, well, this is kind of the, the norm. This is how I'm supposed to be. Uh, so to speak. And, and, and then they, they choose to, to act accordingly. Yeah, I agree. And one of the, one of the, one of the things that we want to do for this podcast, and I hope, hopefully we did it last season season is break some of those misconceptions, boring yeah. and no fun. Like if we think about the engineers that are coming up, the young engineers, the ones in middle school, the ones yeah. in elementary school, even the ones that are like, coming out of the womb like maybe this month next month out of the womb like, <laughs> okay okay real young kids, engineers hey, I'm with kids, that you learn fast these days but anyway we don't we don't want those type of misconceptions <laughs> to be there because then they'll be like I, I don't want to do that like these yeah are boring I, I think I'll you know engineering is something that's definitely not going to die out like it's just going to be something that continues to yeah like be there that's but they say we don't die we multiply <laughs> <laughs> We don't die. It's not, that might not be an engineering statement, but hey, we're going to use it today. You can use it. It works. It works. <laughs> yeah, right, so, so it's, it's definitely... Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, is there anything else that you could think about um, that is a misconception? Because I think that pretty much wraps it up if, if, if there's nothing Yeah, else. no, I think I like I like ending on the, on the fun note. Um, you can just because I like, uh, you know... And this is, I think it's not just with engineering. I think, again, this is, this is cross-functional. It kind of goes across any, any industry. Like, I feel like whatever it is that you do, you have to figure out a way to have fun with it. Like, it's like, sometimes when you see people that are miserable, literally, like they're miserable at whatever it is that they do, like a part of that responsibility to me lies on them. Like, if you're not, if you're not bringing the fun, like to whatever it is that you do in some way, like, 
I think you're kind of missing out. You know I mean, you're 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 not playing your part uh, of of making your environment a, a fun environment. And for me, yeah, like that. that's something that I always like. I literally have a reminder um, in my in my phone that says, "Bring the joy, embrace the struggle," right? And and I say that because I I I feel it's my responsibility in any situation that I come into to bring that joy with me. Um, and so I, I encourage everybody to, to, to bring, bring your own joy, bring your own fun to whatever. You could be in the office by yourself. Have a good time. Have a good time by yourself. In the house right? by yourself. Whatever it is. Whatever. People going to look at you and be like, man, they, he is having a, a great time. I don't know what he's doing, but he is loving it. And then you never know. how. Yeah, you never know how that kind of energy will impact another person too. Like, I mean, absolutely. Always, somebody literally is always watching you. Like, Ab- absolutely. Somebody's watching me. Oh gosh, the vocals. <laughs> <laughs> they still hear y'all didn't think I stopped just because we took a break. Did you? Did you? Think, I, I think in, like in one of the episodes, like as we go along, I want you to like sing a solo. I'm just going to let you. Oh, you're trying to put me on the spot. I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? You, like, I, I, you know what I've noticed? Teddy you, Riley, Teddy Riley, if you're out there listening, you know what I'm saying? Make sure when we drop this episode, you know what I mean? Like, I, honestly, I feel like I feel like me and Jodeci could have hooked up. You know what oh, I mean? We could I could have been a part of that. You know, in his, we're not going to go there today, though. We'll talk about you that can, another time. You can sure. sing a little bit. I've heard, I like, I, I listen to you, like, even when you're playing to realize that you actually be hitting some notes. So, okay, on occasion, on a, I might have a little you, something. You do, uh, you and know. I can tell. I, I, I thank you. On those things. I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So coming, coming at some point, Drew will be showing you guys some skills that he has. I'm trying to, I'm trying to invite the audience out. Let's do a karaoke night somewhere in the city. (laughs) Oh, that would be awesome. I I think we should do that. Engineer-ish karaoke night. What's up? We, we definitely want to do more events. So that may, that may just be the thing. See, it's season two, baby. We just getting started. We just getting warmed (laughs) up in this thing. (laughs) All right. So closing out topic time, one of our like segue into one of our new um, segments is pick of the week. So yeah. I'll let you talk a little bit about pick of the week, Drew. The pick of the week. You know what I mean? We coming in. We are coming in. Um, one, we want to, we really want to share like opportunities that we've come across, um, companies that we've come across, um, even even highlight some people that are, you know, making waves or, or doing their own thing in their own respective fields. Um, we want to we want to give some recognition uh, where where people are are excelling. Um, so right now for today, we would definitely suggest that you guys check out our LinkedIn, the engineer-ish um, on LinkedIn. We've been doing some plugs there, not only for some positions, but for some companies as well. Um, again, we want, to, we want to bring that value to you all, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We, we want to be a part, of, you know, a part of what helps you to, to grow throughout your career, um, throughout your lives, really. Um, and also celebrate your successes along the way. So the pick of the week, sure. we're going to be sharing that kind of information with you, not only here on the podcast, but also on the socials as well. So if you haven't followed, make sure you follow. And if you haven't connected with us on LinkedIn, make sure connect. you connect with us on LinkedIn because we're going to send you a message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're, we'll pull up we're, the LinkedIn website. Our will be plugged in the notes. It's always yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. For sure, for notes. sure. Um, okay, so awesome. Pick of the week. Um, next. Next. For those that have been like rocking with us. Rocking with us. 
this segment is, is no this segment is no secret no stranger to you guys but for those newbies um we're gonna jump into ask engineer ish ask the engineer ish which i don't is, know where that voice came from but yeah what what were you ah, ask the engineer <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy <laughs> ask engineer ish is a segment that where our listeners we invite our listeners to ask us questions about yep. life about engineering about dating about relation so just about anything really um but the the only difference is with ask engineer ish so we're going to be plugging one of my favorite sites uh, is Quora. So I go to that all the time. It's a, it's a website that you're able yeah. to, um, add different spaces. It could be relationships, engineering, uh, corporate America, and you add those spaces and people ask really good questions. Sometimes mm -hmm. I comment on the questions. Mm -hmm. so I figure why not pull questions and then have conversations about them. Um, and all of most of ours will be they'll be related to crucial conversations. So Drew, I'm going to let you ask this question. And okay. We, I mean, we both can answer, but um, yeah. I figure we'll just. Let's, let's do it. So out there. on today's episode of Ask the Engineer-ish, how can you tell your boss you don't need to be micromanaged without getting fired? This is a key point without getting <laughs> fired. Without we want to make sure fired. that you can retain your position after having said conversation so tori what 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 do you what do you think how do you tell your boss uh that you don't need to be market micromanaged um without kind of you know upsetting them or kind of setting them off or pushing them in the wrong direction what do you think so i'm a i'm a i'm a proof a proof is in a pudding type person or okay. a data type person like show right. me show me the results so what i would do if you're if you're able to prove that you don't you shouldn't be micromanaged nobody should be micromanaged i mean unless you're just like not doing anything then sometimes that happens. <laughs> some but, people need it some people need it yeah some people need some a people little need bit it. of a, yeah. a a hard push but for the person that really you know is doing what they need to do they have a bad micromanager or a micromanager it happens it's happened to the best of us at times so what i would do is i would Think of an example of when I was put on a project, how I handled it, and mm -hmm. like go to my manager and say, hey, you know what? You put me on this project. I was able to lead it. I handled it. Yep. Didn't really, I noticed that I worked better without having anyone like constantly checking in. So yep. what I like to do is like from now on, um, if I have any questions, like I'll come to you if you want to. Like, you know, if you want to come and meet with me before like our pro the project or whatever, but just to like ensure that, you know, I so that you get your work done, too, because mm -hmm. obviously you have a manager, mm -hmm. you have things to do. Yeah. Uh, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. If I have any questions, like I'll come to you. So I would really. So two things I would be able to show what I've done in the past, like how. I can, you know, successfully make it through whatever it is that I'm doing without somebody constantly checking in on me. And yep, I'll, yep. I'll be able to, I'll be like, Hey, I have, if I have questions, <clears throat> I'll come to you. If there's anything that I feel, uh, like maybe a showstopper in this project, I'll come to you. Like it's yeah. important that we communicate, of course, yeah. but the degree to how much time we communicate and I'd rather be getting things done. And I really want you to get things done too, because I know your job's important as well. So yeah. I would just take it from that standpoint of, yep. you know. 
So I, I agree. I agree. I like, I like the, the proof is in the, <laughs> the proof is in the pudding, right? I, I, I agree with you. I think, especially when you're dealing with a, a manager um, that may be, be treating you in such a way. Um, yeah. I think if you can, in a sense, if you can beat them to the punch, right? If the, the manager is going to ask you, Hey, did you complete this report? Right. If that's, you know, they ask you this all the time, right. Yeah. And you want to get them to stop asking you that bring them the report before they ask you. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. beat them to the punch. You know what I mean, whatever it is that they, that they keep doing, um, because I think once you can, once you can do that and kind of make that proof, then when you have that conversation, it's much easier to say, look, you know, I, I know, you know, you want to get your stuff done. Cause me, I always try to, always try to phrase things in, in terms of what the other person is looking for. Uh-huh. Right. Like ultimately the manager just wants to know that the work is, is getting done uh-huh. so that they don't have to worry about it. So what you said in terms, I know you got a lot to do. Like, absolutely. I know, I know you got a lot to do. I want you to know that I'm doing this work, so I'm going to bring it to you. And you might, you may tell them like, look, I'll meet you on this day, or I'll communicate my progress to you on, on this day to let you know where yeah. I am. So I'm kind of being proactive, proactive so that they don't feel like they have to be reactive to me because they haven't heard anything or, or whatever. I love um, yeah. So I, so I think that exactly, literally exactly what you said, kind of getting out in front of that micromanagement, then not only shows that you can do it, um, but it also kind of puts that manager at ease. It's like, oh, this person, I don't have, they could micromanage everybody else. But with you, because you've, you've taken that step to kind of ease their concerns um, uh-huh. in, a, in a certain way, they're like, well, this person, I know I don't have to, you know, I don't have to worry about. And so they'll give you much more slack because you're kind of willing to go that extra step to kind of make them feel comfortable in a certain sense um, by yeah. bringing them whatever it is that they need before they actually need that. I, I think that's yeah, 100%, golden, golden. 100%, I like the, I like the way you put it. Yeah. I like the way you put the whole idea of being proactive. So the manager's not reactive and just kind of feeding off a crucial conversation. So a lot of, a lot of times why sometimes people continue to behave in a certain way because mm-hmm. no one's brave enough to actually come and have these crucial conversations with them. Absolutely. So, and being that person that actually goes to your manager, maybe he didn't realize he was being, he was being no. a micromanager because everybody, mm-hmm. instead of actually having this conversation with them, they're talking about this at lunch, they're complaining, they're frustrated, yep. but nobody says anything. So just yep. being that one that has that crucial conversation that that's something that's like really noteworthy and that could change things not only for you, but for like the office environment and for other employees as well. So, yeah, there's, there's a technique that I think it it really takes some tact in order to be able to do it well. But when, when people talk about managing up, like Uh that's a real, that's something that, that I think when you have the tact, when you have the skills to be able to do it, it's an extremely valuable tool. Um, because it does allow you to set certain precedents so that your boss knows like this is going to be the best way to engage with this particular employee because they're already. And if you're doing what you need to be doing um, and you help to alleviate their worries, like it's a win win. You know what I mean? Like you're you get to do whatever it is that you need to do. You don't have to worry about somebody else, you know, looking over your shoulder or breathing down your throat. You know what I mean? Trying to figure out, hey, is this is this done? If you've already said, look, you know, either I'm going to bring it to you before or I'm going to meet with you on these dates to give you some kind of update. You know what I mean? And it, and it may be trivial, right? It may just be that. Do you feel like you have to do this? No. You don't. Do you really want to do this? No. But if you can set the precedent now, then later on, when you say, hey, 
you know, I'm going to give this to you on this day. And mm-hmm. maybe there's only one check-in. They're not so worried about it because your history now says that you will all, you deliver, you know what I mean? You deliver yeah. and you'll update them if there needs to be updates. So they're not worried. Well, if something goes wrong, is this person even going to let me know? Or am I going to run up against something later on where now I'm in trouble because, you know, ultimately that responsibility always falls on the manager. And so yeah. I can understand from a certain extent, sometimes managers worry like, oh man, if they don't finish it, you know, yeah. the manager's boss is going to be talking to them. They're not going to be talking to the yeah. direct report. Right. Um, and so they, they sometimes feel the need to kind of be that micromanager because they're, they're not sure if whatever is supposed to be done is actually going to get done. Yeah. A lot of times the pressure is coming from something a little bit deeper, whether it's that manager's manager yeah. or that manager being failed so many times in the past where they're like, mm-hmm. man, I've seen how this has happened in the past. So they end up, you know, managing in that same way. So those yeah. conversations will de- can, can definitely help to change some of those things around. All right. So we will in this, so like for this segment, we'll either have Ask Engineerish or Awkward AF. So we'll be, yeah, we'll, be, we'll go a little back and we'll, forth. We'll go back and forth. So just sometimes, sometimes we'll put the ish in. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we're going to take the ish out. You know what I mean? Sometimes we got to mix yeah. it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this has been a great episode. I enjoyed our season two return. Yeah. It's like always, we have a little bit of inspo. Yes, of course. Of course. The episode. And it's not going to be sad because season two is going to be action packed. So I'm not even, I'm not even. I'm hype. If y'all can't tell, I'm hype. I'm ready to do this thing, man. <laughs> we are ready to go. So Drew, can you please give us a little inspo to close us out? On our Absolutely. Absolutely. I, w- I would love to. Um, since, since this episode, we've been talking about crucial conversations. We've been talking about um, communication. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to I want to kind of leave everyone with with this note um, first, really, to, to own your truth. Right. When, when we talk about communication, um, you know, your truth is 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 so important because if, if you ha- you haven't yet owned your truth, it's then hard to share your truth with other people. Um, and so owning owning whatever it is that that you believe, whatever in your heart really resonates with you, you know, own that and be proud of whatever that is. It doesn't matter if other people disagree with you. No, don't don't be afraid to stand alone in something that you truly believe in. I think that is that's very important. Um, the second part of that is is don't be afraid or or, or have the courage to share your truth with somebody else. If, if that is a, a manager that that you feel like is micromanaging you, um, don't be afraid to be honest, you know, about that and sharing sharing your truth. Of course, you want to be respectful. Of course, there's a certain way to do that. Um, but owning your truth and sharing your truth, I think, are are very very important. Um, and then and then lastly, to kind of complete that circle, um, is to be open to hearing other people's truth. Right? It's not you have your truth, but also keep in mind that others' truth may be different from your own. So be open and 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 accepting to what other people's truth are, even if it's not in line with yours. So so own it, share it and be accepting of others as you move about your day, your week, your month. Um, and and that's that's it. That's a wrap, baby. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Own it, share it. And what's that third one? Be accepting of, of be others. Accepting of be accepting others. of others' truth. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. And I'm going to apply that um, throughout my week as I have my crucial conversation. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we Absolutely. Look Welcome back. We're glad to have you. 
we're so excited. So we look forward to what the rest of this season has to bring. Yes, ma'am. Let's so we'll do see. it. We'll see oh, you next let's time. do it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Peace.